Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hope you had a beautiful Easter. He is risen. He rose. He came back and said, gotcha, bitch. You thought I was dead. So that's thrilling. That's exciting. But everybody who celebrates Easter and Passover, hope you had a wonderful, you know, holiday. I spent the Lord's Day at Augusta National Golf Course watching the Masters. Had a great time. Ray, Daddy, Jeff, and I scommed our way back in. I'm going to get an exclusive interview with Ray for, I I wasn't able to get it this weekend, but we're going to get an exclusive interview with Ray so we can really talk about how we scommed. Scommed times two. Second year in a row scomming our way. But we had a great time. And for those of you who will say, Heather, it's a little sacrilegious saying that you spent the Lord's Day on a golf course. But when you are a sports fan, this is our Super Bowl. This is, there is no more beautiful place than being outdoors in nature, the place that God's built. You know what I mean? I mean, also kind of on the backs of a lot of white guys, but either way, being out in nature was always a beautiful thing. My dad used to always say, he goes, I don't, do I need to go to church on Sunday or can I talk to the Lord from the, you know, 15th tee box? And I believe that, you know, God is what you make him. God and not, I'm sorry, Lord, not what you make him, but your relationship with him is, is a personal thing. So I enjoy to fill the light of the Lord with a little vitamin D, a little sun kissed on the cheeks, being in the, in the presence of people that you love, friends, family, camaraderie, if you will. So anyways, all that being said is if you didn't make it to church this Sunday, but you spent it hugging a buddy and telling and building up the people around you, that's a beautiful thing. That's all we can ask for. But we scommed our way back into the Masters this year, Raymond, Jeff, and I. I will definitely get an exclusive interview with Ray so we can break that down. I know you want to hear about scomming part two, but all I will say, this wasn't a con, it was a scom, and uh, we did it, right? But, you know, I just, I'm really getting into golf. I'm really, I mean, I always was, and I'm not going to give too much away because I have a ton of material in the new, the new tour about the golfs, but I just relate to golfers. You know, I'm a solo sport kind of girl. I was on soccer. I was on, um, a multitude of other teams, but I, uh, you know, comedy is a solo sport. Yeah. You can have a co-host. You can have somebody that you ping pong back and forth. But when I get out on that stage, lights, camera, action, it's me sink or swim. And I've always said golf is similar. You know, you blame the weather, the, the, the greens were too fast. You blame that somebody was heckling in the crowd. You know, you're walking up 16 and somebody's like, you're five, you're five over you dumb bitch. That exact same thing happens in comedy clubs. I will blame the bar being open. I will blame, you know, the vibe of the crowd. I will blame one drunk lady in the back who's like, you're a fat whore. Those kind of things. But at the end of the day, it does come down to me and my solo performance. So I do feel like I have befriended a lot of professional golfers simply because they get it. I get it. You know what I mean? If you have a bad round, the only person you can really blame is yourself. Yes, there are elements. You know, the uh, the lady running the spotlight couldn't keep up with me. There was a drunk bitch in the crowd. The lady in the left corner wouldn't shut the fuck up. Everything I said, she would reiterate and 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 say again so that when I'm setting up my next joke, I hear her saying the punch line of the last joke. You know, a golfer might say, I got in the bunker because there was a bug in my eye. You know, the sun was too hot. I was dehydrated. 
all of these things. You know, we're not in team sports. I can't say, you know what, I'm not feeling great today. But it's like even being in a band. I meet other musicians and I would say, listen, I got to be honest with you. If at any point you don't feel good during this show, you can just put the mic out to the audience and let them do the work. Your girl ain't got that same pleasure. Neither do golfers. You know, I played well on soccer. I was mostly there for the snacks. You know this, I know this. And then I would get upset because the other kids on the team, you know, when you played traveling soccer, there was always some girl on the team who was really fucking good and her dad was a coach. So she got favoritism and because I was the chubbiest kid on the team who brought an insane amount of enthusiasm though, lest we forget, you know, I never got to play the positions I wanted to play. And then when I would pull a trick shot or a trick move or something, I'd get yelled at because that wasn't part of the protocol. And there are days where I'd say, I'd turn to my coach, I'd say, Terry, I'm a butterfly. I need to fly. I'm an insect with my own wingspan and my own pattern of things. I've got my own pattern. That's what I would tell Terry. Terry was a son of a bitch and he smoked menthols and we all knew it. And he tried to hide it in the woods before every game. But Terry, I knew what the fuck you're up to. Okay. But I am a butterfly with my own unique individual design on the back of my wings. And you got to let me fly. And that's why I lean a little bit more towards solo sports. Remember, I also am really good at being really mean to myself. So I think when you're a solo sport person, that's good. But if I was with a bunch of other people, I don't have the ability to be mean to anybody but myself. You know what I mean? I, so when you say you're on a team, you're, you know, you're a travel soccer team and three other people are choking on dicks in the back and you're like, get your shit together. Miranda, Melissa, and Kathleen, y'all are sucking wind. I don't know how many fucking Cheeto packs you had before this game. I know I had seven, but you know that I metabolize it very quickly. Only Cheetos. Everything else in my life, I do not digest. So I know what I can handle. My pregame ritual is seven bags of the fun-sized Cheetos and a Gatorade. And I don't know what the fuck y'all's problems are because you, for a child, I've got a heavy BMI. Your BMI, low. Get your head in the game. And then you turn to the one girl. Her name was always like Casey or Kelsey. And you're like, hey, Kelsey, your dad, Terry, is a fucking asshole. And we all know he smokes menthols. So I don't want to hear when he says that I'm having trouble huffing and puffing down the court or the field, whatever the fuck it is, lay off me, bitch. You know, I can't do it. It's hard when other people don't really hold up their end of the bargain and stuff. I take it very personal, you know, and I take things personally. I'll literally be like, well, I'll just do it. I'll just recoup. I'll do it. I'm not going to ask you to step up to the plate because when people are lazy, they're lazy. I'm not lazy in my field. So that was hard for me. I wasn't able to use my voice and I guess constructively criticize other people on my team. But now solo sports, when I was playing golf in high school, if I sucked, I fucking sucked. And I'd be driving home, you know, in the, in the 2000, no, 1999 Land Rover Discovery, just cursing myself out, listening to like some 41. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would leave the golf course like, you dumb bitch. You don't get a DQ blizzard, but you want one. So I, I get solo sports. It's up to you. I can blame myself all day long and golfers do too. Dude, a lot of guys out there with sports psychologists, though, they're they're traveling with their physio. They've got somebody stretching them, private chef. And that sounds very luxurious. But when you were when the stakes are that high for what they're doing, of course, they have a team. Meanwhile, if I get a deep tissue massage somewhere in Austin, I'm feeling guilty. I'm calling my accounting and going, can we write this off? Mama's neck was hurting. And you can't. I have found out you can't. It's also tax season. I know this week the taxes are supposed to be in. So if your asshole is clenched because the IRS got you, I want you to know I hear you. I see you. I feel you every year, even though I am very diligent and very OCD about the tax man. Because, you know, I get taxed in every state I go to. Okay. So I'm like an athlete. So I had to get a special accountant to help me with the taxes because, you know, if I'm playing Birmingham, I'm getting taxed. If I'm playing Tucson, I'm getting taxed. But I am constantly in a fearful state that I will end up like, I don't know, the Chrisleys or someone. And I know that that's not what they did. I don't really know what they did. I always call my accountant and I go, hey, I wrote off a Starbucks that I got in the airport. He's like, Heather, were you, were you on tour? I sure was, Carl. He's like, you can, <laughs> that's a part of it. 
there's some days where I'll like really write shit off. And there are other days where I'm like, guys, you got a bottle of water before you went on stage, throw it out. And I'll just slap it out of someone's hand. You know what I mean? We got to tighten up the expenses. Isn't that funny how like we live, laugh, love until all of a sudden you start redlining everything right before taxes are due. And you're like, I didn't need sunless tanner, but I did. You know what I love? Taking my AG1 because it's friggin' A, delicious, and two, it gets the job done. Listen, I take my Athletic Greens, which is also called AG1, every day. I put one scoop in a little bit of water. I mix it up. I take it down, and I am already giving myself 75 of the best vitamins, minerals, supplements, all of it. 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality to give me a major benefit like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. Y'all, I will tell you this right now. I see such a huge difference. The mornings I don't take my AG1, I'm not going the way I should be. I'm not feeling like I got a little pep in my step a little boost of energy, just feeling an overall wellness. And if you know me, I, I literally run myself ragged being on the road and I need moments to just, it's, it's like a no brainer. As long as I take my AG one, I just got it. And I start my day off the right way. It helps with immune support and we need all the help we can get. And if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, athletic greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. That's athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. Absolutely to check it out. You're gonna love AG1. It's freaking awesome. It's literally delivered to me every month. So it's been super easy to make it a daily habit. I also get the single serving travel pack, so I never miss a day. I just mix the powder into ice cold water and drink it first thing in the morning. That's it. It's so easy breezy. With AG1, taking care of my body each day has just become so simple. Again, go to athleticgreens.com slash absolutely and check them out. You're welcome. Y'all know how much I'm traveling, and I'll tell you right now, I need ZocDoc, which is the perfect how to find your doctor in an area near you app, point blank period. I have been a huge fan of ZocDoc. I've always used it. I used it when I used to live back in New York back in like 2007. That was my jam. I love ZocDoc. Why? Because you go on the app. It's a free app. You download it. You can type in any doctor. So say you're in Missouri. Say you're in Atlanta, wherever you are. You type in, I need a dermatologist. I have an eczema flare-up. You plug in your insurance or whether or not you're uninsured. And in the app alone, it'll show you peer-reviewed, client-reviewed, customer-reviewed, you know, patient-reviewed, whoever wants to review it, reviewed doctors. It'll also give you a link so you can literally sign up for an appointment right within the app. So you don't have to then look up their number, try and figure out when they're on lunch break to try and get, you know, a nurse on the line, ask questions. You can literally through the app, sign up and go ahead and book it. Let's make our lives so much easier by using ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. And right now, it's the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So go to ZocDoc.com absolutely and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com absolutely. ZocDoc.com absolutely. A lot of y'all have been very sweet, and you keep asking me, Heather, you looked absolutely fucking chiseled on stage. And I am. I'm chiseled. We know this. I have been working out. But also, Saint-Tropez. Shout out to Saint-Tropez, Sunless Tanner. I said this on Friday's bonus episode. You, listen, you get the express tan. You're supposed to leave it on one hour, chill, two hour, medium, three hour, Halle Berry. I leave it on eight hours. So yes, I am very ethnically ambiguous from the waist down. Hit that shit on your legs this summer and people are going to be like, damn, Gina, you've been hitting that Barry's boot camp. It's sunless tanner. Guys, it's always just sunless tanner. You know what I mean? Oh, God, where am I at? I'm sitting on the couch right now. We have construction crew here. Robin decided to do a little bamboozle over the weekend. She didn't tell us painters were coming to finish painting the inside of the house, which I know what you're thinking. Heather, what does it matter? Well, Jeff and I came home to the interior of our house painted and one of our bathrooms is gutted. And we just she was being a little bit of a weasel. Now I understand from her side, she's like, if I asked you to do it, it would never get done. But there are moments where it's like, I was supposed to use my office this morning and I can hear people ripping out a toilet upstairs. So a little chaotic, but we're still thriving. Attitude of gratitude. But every time, I can't wait for this house to be done. I don't know what's left to be done. 
We're waiting on a couch. I don't know where my where my warriors are out there that have been waiting on furniture to be delivered for two and a half fucking years. We were supposed to get a couch last week. And I understand these are all first world problems. Okay, I'm not trying to make it bigger than it is. But we were waiting on a couch. And the couch didn't get delivered. And like, it's going to be another month. And I said, I don't know who I need to blow at Crate and Barrel to get a fucking couch. But I can't, mama can't wait much longer. All right, we have people coming over to our home and they go, where do we sit? And I go, I don't know. The edge of the pool, we don't have a couch. Now our basement's finished, thank God. But I, you know, I know my girlies out there, my decorating girlies. Some of us have been waiting a long time for a fucking chaise lounge and I'm losing my fucking mind. First world problems. I get it. Fully aware. Anywho, what's going on? We went to the Masters this weekend. We had a great time, even though the weather sucked. Last day was beautiful. And uh, we scommed our way. I definitely want to get an exclusive interview with Ray so we would get him on here so we can talk about how he scommed. But um, life is good. Life is great. We're going to hit the hotline here in a second. 800-213-7503. But I was sitting around with my girlfriends, Olivia and Maria. Maria Fossey is a LPGA star. We were sitting around the other night. We were talking about, we're like, listen, if we ever started a women's golf club, what would we want, right? Because Augusta National, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but it's so stuffy. It is. And it's so exclusive. And and listen, I don't think I'm going to be getting an invite to join the club anytime soon, but it's very stuffy. And the weird thing is when you go to the Masters, the guys, if you're on property and you are a member at Augusta National, you have to wear your green jacket. So if you see that when, you know, somebody wins Masters, they get a champion's jacket. So if you're a member, you wear a green jacket. And if you're a player and you win, you get the green jacket. So they're not supposed to tell anybody that they're a member anywhere. But the members then at Augusta National have to wear their green jacket. It's kind of Illuminati adjacent. I got to be honest with you. So I'm sitting around with the girls and we're like, if we were going to start a predominantly female run, you know, ladies only golf club, what would we want? What are the accoutrements, the features that we would want to lure in ladies? And we came through with some really, I just think, solid ideas. And I would love if there are any investors out there that would like to work with me on building this club. First of all, we want to call it the Trinity Club. I'm sure there's another Trinity Country Club out there. But the Trinity, it started by three women. Also, we've got three holes. You know what I mean? And I think that's appropriate. So we would like to call it the Trinity Club. I'm already working on the T-shirts, the marketing. We would only have three holes. Now, you know, a golf course is made out of 18 holes, but we would have six three-hole courses. And in between those, so if like if you were done with three holes, like if it was too hot, you you played three holes and you're like, Ugh, I'm good. You know what I mean? Ugh, white wine break, whatever you want. Actually, let's start from the beginning. Sorry. You would arrive at the club and the first thing you would do is as soon as you walked in the doors, you would then turn to your right. There would be a room. You'd walk in like you would take off all your jewelry, leave all your, maybe even get naked. I don't care whatever you want to do. Leave your clothes, leave your, your good jewelry outside. You'd put on some gloves and you'd walk into a room. It's the first room at our ladies only country club. And it's essentially a scream closet. It has padded walls, some fine China, maybe a printed out photo of like, you know, your sister-in-law, whatever. Whatever you want, you can go on the app beforehand, print out whatever you want. And it's just a rage room. It's a rage room so that whatever bullshit you've been dealing with at home, whether it's your kids, your extended family, your fucking husband, the head of the HOA, you know, a cunty mom at your kid's school, whatever it is, you're going to get five minutes to just rage the fuck out in this room. And then you're going to leave it there. You're going to leave it there. We're going to sage you on the way out. So you go in. So you print out. I don't know. Yeah, the photo of of one of the other moms in the mommy and me group. You print out Carol's face and you're just in there, bop, 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 you know, speed bagging, just screaming, whatever you want to do, rolling around on the ground, kicking and screaming, essentially having a full grown, full blown adult temper tantrum. It's a judgment free zone. There will be no cameras. We don't care. You know, if you come out covered in blood, we'll hose you off. It's whatever you need to do to get out your rage. Because I feel like a lot of times as women, what do we do? We show up at, you know, book club, at wine night, bunko, whatever. And we've already got too much shit that we need to unleash. Maybe you've already cried in your car on the way to the happy hour. I don't know. But I feel like this is a great way to come into the environment in a very 
pure way. Okay. So you come in, you scream, you draw blood, you do whatever you need to do. Then you come out, you refresh yourself. As soon as you walk out of that scream room, screen, scream room, mouthful there, you get handed whatever beverage of choice. Maybe you're depleted on electrolytes. We hit you with electrolytes. Maybe like an iced tea, iced coffee, mimosa, bloody Mary. Fuck. Maybe you just need a shot of brandy. I don't know, but either way at this club, we will have somebody waiting for you with a cold towel and whatever beverage of choice. Then you're going to come and we'll sage you. We will, you know, it's not going to be too woo-woo. We'll just hit you with maybe like a splash of holy water and you just feel cleansed in the breath of the Lord and also maybe hit you with a little, you know, whatever. Just just sprinkle you with something, maybe even just hit you with a touch of perfume just so you don't feel stinky. Then you're going to come into the main clubhouse. We're going to have full omakase. That's a, a sushi bar. You know, that's the one thing. I love country clubs. I love golf courses. I love exclusive clubs, but they always have like the same 25 things on the menu, right? If you're in the South, it's a nice shrimp and grits. They got a club sandwich. They got chicken tenders. I'm not hating on any of those options. There will be a full club menu available, but I also like to switch it up because I'd rather rather be at the all girls club, but I also like very high end sushi. So we're going to have an omakase at this club, hot, hot chef, one of the hottest chefs, and you can get whatever you want. So we'll do a nice sushi tasting, but also if you, you know, if you want omakase and a club sandwich, you do you, if you're on your period and you're raging irons low, do whatever you want. So back to the actual, I'd say course, if you will, Three holes, challenging holes. It's going to be six sets of three holes to make 18. You can play all 18 or you can stop at three. In between these different little clusters of three holes, you're going to have a lazy river. I don't know about you. I love a lazy river. And the usually the only time you see a lazy river is at some sort of kid adjacent, kid friendly water park. Tell you, the, you know, we know, you want to know what's the one thing that's not allowed at this club? Your children. And I know all the mommies out there will also agree. You know, it is allowed, though. Your animals. What we're going to do at this Trinity Club is we're going to have one of the most exclusive doggy daycares. So I want you to imagine beautiful beautiful club, right? You want to bring your cockapoo. You bring the cockapoo or the King Cavalier or the Golden Doodle or the Rescue, whatever. You bring them and they are going to be out and about. But we're going to have one of the most exclusive, well-trained, honestly bougiest and nicest doggy daycares. So you know your little love bug. You know what I mean? Your little Sammy, your little Willis, your little Muffin Angel is right there. So you can stop by in between the three clusters of, of holes Go get a little scratch, get a little kissy kissy, and then walk away. And that that's also nice because you can drink as long as you want there and then just take them home with you in the Uber instead of, ah, I got to go. I got to relieve the dog sitter. I got to let the dog out. No, 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 no. You bring, you bring little muffin, little foo-foo, little whatever, and they're going to be there. And you could stop by, you know, there are parts of times of day when I'm out and about working, doing whatever. And I'm like, man, I wish I could just pop in, get a little rigatoni kiss, little macaroni kiss but I can't because I got to drive all the way home or they're at doggy daycare. This is going to be there. So you can play three holes, take a 20 minute break, kisses, little treats and hit, get in the lazy river, get out of the lazy river. How nice would that be when it's really hot in August? You can play in your bathing suit, you lazy river in between all the different holes, right? Maybe throw the golden doodle in the lazy river with you. It's going to be fantastic because any I miss lazy rivers. Anytime I've been in a lazy river, there've been too many kids there. I want an adult only lazy river, adult and dog. And then once you get, once you get done playing golf for the day, whether it was three holes, whether it was 18, whether you played 36, whatever combo you want to do, you go in, you shower, full blowout bar. Okay. Hair's done. You can get your nails done. You can get a wax. We got Botox. You can get teeth whitening. Hell, you could get a Charlie horse rubbed out if you want one. We are going to have full extensive health and wellness and glam. You know, you break a nail on on nine. We got you. Full SNS, full gel, full acrylic set, whatever you want. Nail art. You might come to the club, not even play golf, hit the lazy river. And our nails are so good. You come for the nail art. 
You know what I mean? It's whatever you want it to be at Club Trinity. We're going to have that for you. And if you're like, wow, Heather, you've been on a real tangent here for 20 minutes. If you don't think that I have fully thought through this business idea, you're out of your fucking mind. I have. I've got spreadsheets. I have a pros and cons list. I've already thought about the licensing and liability, the kind of insurance I'm going to need for this lazy river and this dog park that we're, sorry, dog care that we're going to throw in. Your children, good luck to you. Find some... Maybe we'll also have childcare. I don't know. I've got to think about it. Because what if one of the dogs gets loose and that's not trained and then a kid gets bit? I don't know. It seems like a lot of liability. I'd prefer just the pets. I would prefer the pets. Maybe on the other side. Maybe we leave the pets are on property and there's another section. I don't know. I got to think it out. I got to think it through. What's your love language? Is it physical touch? How about time together with your partner? People get turned on in all sorts of ways, but Dipsy has invented a whole new love language with sexy stories for whatever mood you're in. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. And you know what we love? Things that are designed by women for women because it's a man's world out there. But you know what? We're taking the power back by having a little sexy story for ourselves. They're radically inclusive and they bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings and hot and heavy hookups. Want new content? It is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They will have soothing sleep stories. Maybe you need a little extra sleep. Maybe you need to take a little time for your yourself. They also have wellness sessions and sexy stories you can read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice things up in your me time. Explore your fantasies, relax, unwind, and heat things up with your partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash absolutely. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to Dipsy. D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash absolutely. Again, that's dipsystories.com slash absolutely. Again, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash absolutely. If you want to bring real scenarios to life and with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters, we got you. Check it out at Dipsy Stories. That's D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash absolutely. Y'all, post-COVID, post-freezing my eggs, post-hormone imbalance, post-all of it, my hair started to get thin and was falling out. I am so glad that I found Nutrafol. It is such an easy part of my regimen to help me get my confidence back with growing my hair. Do you know that 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair? And if you're among them, you know you're not alone and that there's a solution you can trust to deliver results. Millions of Americans experience thinning hair and it's more than common. It's normal. But it's not openly talked about, especially amongst women. You know, you talk about guys and their hair plugs all day long and whatever pills they're taking. But why is nothing formulated for women? Well, this is why I love Nutrafol because Nutrafol friggin' works. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum, menopause, and each formula is physician formulated using natural, drug-free, which is what we love, medical grade ingredients in consistently effective dosages so you get the most reliable results. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. That's huge, y'all. And right now you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support your show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code ABSOLUTELY to save $10 off your first month subscription. This offer is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol, spelled N-U-T-R-A-N. FOL.com promo code absolutely. That's Nutrafol.com promo code absolutely. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna poll y'all. I'm gonna poll the ladies with kids. Would you rather just the pets there? Or would you rather your children there too? I would imagine children off property, but we'll figure that out. But again, lazy river in between holes, full blowout, omakase. Also, we thought about this, and I and I talked this over with Ray, but only one gay a day. So if you're like, it's a ladies-only club. You know, at Augusta National, I think they have like five female members, right? Well, we're going to allow one gay a day to visit. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, that sounds a little harsh and inappropriate. No, no, no. Every group of gals needs, a, you know, one of their fun gay besties. But we're only going to allow one, and we're going to make the gay guys stand outside in the parking lot and fight to the death. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Ray was like, only one allowed. 
no more than one. He's like, ugh, I don't want to deal with other assholes all day. So, you're, you, you know, we will allow gentlemen in the club, whether they're here to give you a happy ending massage or the one gay a day rule, which is where you get to bring one fabulous fun friend in there to like keep the cuntiness at a perfect level, but also just like when you're like, oh God, this bitch in the corner driving me nuts. How are you? Sam, you look great. You know what I mean? We do need that. We need a touch of masculine energy in the clubhouse, but we don't need too much where then we also don't feel like it's also a ladies only club. You know what I mean? So I hope everybody, all of my fabulous gay male listeners who are listening to this understand that we do need one thing where it's just, you guys are gonna have to fight for it. And really, we just want to see like who loves us the most. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay. I'm sure Ray will have other thoughts after he's marinated on that idea for the weekend, but I'll bring it back up to him and we'll get his take on it. Either way, I'm very excited. I got to find this. Here's what I need. I need money to do this club. I need probably a large insurance umbrella policy and I need a lot of land. So if there's anybody out there that would like to, you know, team up, join the business of Club Trinity, the Trinity Club, because remember, started by three women and ladies, we've got three holes. And that's the thing. We can't tell anybody that that's a real root of it, that that's why we call it Club Trinity. But you guys know, you know what I mean? So we'll be taking applications soon as I hopefully get a return from the IRS. No, that's not how that works. But I don't know. I would love a couple bucks back because I got shaken down. And if you constantly wake up with a night terror or a night sweat in the month of April, just thinking that you did something wrong in your taxes, even though you gave it to a full-time professional, then I want you to know you're doing something right. You know what I mean? That is the fear of the Lord. And remember, he is risen. He is up. He's awake. He is risen. And he loves us. That's a beautiful thing. Anyways, glad to know that you guys also want to join this club. And I just want you to know I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I've always known I was going to run a shempire, but after being back at Augusta National and just seeing the good old boys having a little too much fun, ting, 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 went off in my brain and said, we got to do this for the ladies. It will be exclusive. You will have to go through a rigorous application process. I will ask everybody at your, you know, I will do a deep dive. And if what will actually serve you better is if we have like five degrees of separation of somebody we both had sex with. You know what I mean? Maybe you went to the University of South Carolina, but you two ended up hooking up on spring break with the same guy I semi-talked to down in Destin who went to Georgia. You know what I mean? I don't know. And this is not exclusive to the SEC. Anybody can join this. But if we do have, like if we can sit at the Omakaze on a Tuesday eat a little sushi and bitch about the guys that we used to to date. That will also be a major plus for your membership. (laughs) That made no sense, but you get what I'm saying. Anywho, misery loves company. And at Trinity Country Club, we tear it the fuck up. Lazy River. I've never been so excited for an adult Lazy River. You know, sometimes you just got to get down. You got to get down and get your coochie a little wet. You know what I mean? Cool it off. If you're like me and you sweat from your grundle, there is nothing better than just getting in that float. And, you know, the rest of you can kind of stay dry, letting the tits get a little sun and just letting that bottom half float down the river. Now, you know, you can't pee. We got to keep it clean, but you can just float, get nice and cool, get out with your golden retriever. You know, a correspondent, one one of our just meticulous dog trainers will be waiting at the next stop you know, telepathically be able to read your mind. You're going to stop at nine, whole nine. They're going to get out, grab your dog, take it back to the the doggy daycare and you can keep playing or get a blowout or, you know, I don't know. Fight a woman named Carol in the the scream room, whatever you want to do. I think this is an amazing idea. And what else? Oh, we'll also have a little area that after everybody's had a couple had a couple vodka crayons. We're going to prank phone call. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be fun? Get all the girlies together and we start prank phone calling all of our exes. That could be fun. Uh, so it's we're going to have a lot of retreats. We're going to do a lot of team building. And if you don't want to participate in the team building, you don't have to. You can also just show up on a Wednesday, hit the lazy river, not even talk to anybody. If you don't want to talk to anybody, we also get it. Get a little spring roll and just hit the road. Whatever you need to do, it's a safe space. It's no judgment. And you know, you've heard about things like the wing and like there was all these different like women's only kind of like work work workspaces, almost like a WeWorks that didn't last. 
you know, and that's not because women aren't running businesses. It's just because I don't think they had lazy rivers. So I think I've got a pretty good idea going and I just need the right financial backing. And if you have any other suggestions, you're like, Heather, we would love a library. You know, we would love a place to get your white Lexus washed. If you have a white SUV, because I would imagine most of the people that are going to be joining the club are, are probably women in their mid thirties who do also drive white SUVs, you know, whatever you want, just it's, it's not, remember we're inclusive. We're not exclusive, but, um, <laughs> if your middle name's not Elizabeth, we don't want you. You know what I mean? I'm kidding. And one gay a day. That's our rule. Boom, boom, boom. Chicken pop. We bring the boom. We bring the boom. Bring in the flavor. Bring in the beat. Bring in the salty. Bring in the sweet. Boom, boom, boom. pop. Mm-hmm. We bring that boom, boom, boom. Chicken pop. You know, when I'm going for a snack and I want that delicious, craveable, freaking flavor, you know what I go for? Angie's Boom Chicka Pop. You can check them out at www.angiesboomchickapop.com. It's the best popcorn in the game. In fact, you're going to get a bag and you're going to go, Heather, I didn't know that I needed this kind of popcorn. I'm going to say, yeah, I told you. I told you, honey, that you needed this kind of popcorn. Angie's Boom Chicka Pop is amazing. They have amazing flavors like kettle corn, sweet and salty, a little sea salt. I'm more of a sea salt kind of girl, but white cheddar? Oh, if I get my hand on some white cheddar, it's on and popping. And here's the thing. You don't feel any guilt because the servings are small. You got not a lot of calories. Who doesn't love that? Listen, Angie's Boom Chicken Pop is awesome. I take it on the road with me. I keep a bag down by the bar in our basement. I keep a bag in my car. Angie's Boom Chicken Pop is friggin' awesome. And hey, being gluten-free is down with me. Anyways, you can check it out. www.angiesboomchickapop.com. Boom, boom, boom. Chicken Pop. All right, we're going to get into the hotline. I know there's a lot of voicemails. I want to hear what you guys were up to this past weekend. So as always, you can call 800-213-7503. Also, a lot of these shows are selling out up to Radio City. Get your tickets now at heatherontour.com. Do not wait, y'all. Some of y'all are getting mad at me. I can't get into this show. I can't get into that show. Get your tickets. Heatherontour.com. I'm hitting a lot of places. Coming to Vancouver, Portland, Seattle. Where else are we going? Dallas. I've got like three shows in Dallas, Fort Worth. Memphis, I believe, is almost sold out. Radio City. Where else are we going? I know I'm hitting a lot of places. And I can't wait to be there. This weekend, I'll be in Minneapolis. Then Kansas City, Missouri. We have some tickets left for Minneapolis. I believe we're almost completely sold out for Kansas City, Missouri. But you guys are the greatest. Cannot wait to see you this weekend. And in the meantime, between time, let's hit the hotline. 800-213-7503. Let's see what y'all have been up to. Hi, Heather. It's Caroline Houston. And I'm calling with an absolutely not because I'm just like absolutely nodding to myself being not mature enough to live right now. I am so hungover. I went to a party last night and then I'm also a bride and I had to go to a bridal meeting today and I had to meet with these bridal people and talk about bridal things and make bridal decisions, which are very important and matter and I'm trying not to like actively vomit in them. And I'm sitting there thinking that I'm a 32 year old grown up lady who's hungover. And, but like, not like a grown up lady hangover, like a college frat boy, like Sigma Nu hangover. Like that's the hangover I have right now. And I don't even know how I got myself to the meeting. I think I floated there on angel's wings. That's how freaking exhausted I am. I just, I don't know how people are living life right now because I'm struggling and I'm making big decisions about my whole wedding. I just did like all the design scheme with the world's worst hangover. So I don't even know what my wedding's going to look like at this point. Probably looks like a Dr. Seuss book. Oh my God. Uh, pray for me. I'm about to go find a Diet Coke somewhere. I got to get to a McDonald's stat. I'm dying, girl. Love and light. Bye. I love this. And I think this is a great way to start out the voicemails this week. It's being not mature enough. But let me tell you something right now. You, 
everybody has felt this, okay? And I and I genuinely think that when we call it out, right? Like I said earlier, we're calling ourselves out. That's why I'm good at solo sports. I can call myself out when I've been a fucking bitch or when I've drank too much the night before or whatever, right? You're calling it out. And I know that feeling. You know, it's like when you get over 30, and I'm not trying to be ageist right now, but we, I think a lot of the the guys and gals that listen to me, when you're in this age range, you when you're hungover, the anxiety of being hungover is far worse than if you would have found out the night, like if you would have blacked out and found out you fucked a stranger and did crystal meth, you'd have been like, eh, it's fine. But do you feel good the next day? That's all that matters. When you are hungover, the anxiety of feeling that way is worse than the anxiety of what did you do the night before when you blacked out after 75 gin and tonics. Do you know what I'm saying? I hope that's clear. I hope I'm able to use my words right now eloquently enough to explain the hangover anxiety, the hangxiety as I call it. There's nothing worse because you feel like you've lost a day and I'm not here shaming you, but I'm just trying to empathize like I have been there when you're like, I didn't even think I drank that much last night. I had four margaritas, but then I switched to red wine that wasn't decanted long enough and I didn't bring my charcoal pills and my liquid IV and whatever else I need to survive. And here I am putting, I got, got to do the hair of the dog at a Minneapolis airport right now. And I know I got to zoom in about an hour and I got to make game time decisions about shit. Oh, you want me to go to a, a bridal shop and pick out a veil right now? I'm about to stick my head out of this Nissan Altima and barf in front of a CVS. So yeah, I've got anxiety. There's nothing worse. You like beat yourself up over and over again. Like, why did I do that to myself? Why did I mix those alcohols? Why couldn't I have just had one or two? No, you know, maybe is it a bigger problem, bigger issue? You know, we could talk about that later, but it's the anxiety. When you're in your 20s, you still have the energy to push through. You're like, that was crazy last night. Did you know we tried meth? We tried meth. You know, but you don't have anxiety about showing up to work hungover. You just feel shitty, but then you rally through it and usually like sneak away with a couple of the other like interns at lunch, have a couple glasses of wine, go down to a local pub, have a brew dog, you know, squirt a little of that Lister, put 65 Listerine, Listerine strips in the back of the mouth. So you're also getting a little alcohol there and the breath is fresh. You walk in, you know, you stop by a Mac a Mac makeup store in your lunch break, get a little quick makeover from, you know, those women are blackout drunk that work at Mac. And then you walk in and you're like, they're like, you look refreshed, Kim. And you're like, I know, I know. No, I just, I just like, mm. I stopped by Sephora and got a couple of things on my break. Feel good. Little do they know you just had hair of the dog and you're back at it. You know what I mean? But when you're 30, you the, the amount of anxiety you have over the shit that you know you still need to get done. And don't even, guys, don't even fucking tempt yourself until your taxes are done. And I don't mean to keep bringing up taxes, but you absolutely, without a doubt, cannot, absolutely not get drunk and be hungover any days in April until the taxes are turned in. Because then you'll just be sitting in your garage with a gun in your mouth going, I don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, it goes doom and gloom very quick. Very. Next thing you know, you're like, I don't know if I got it. My W-9. TurboTax. You're just screaming TurboTax in the middle of the street. And they're like, what's wrong? Somebody runs up to you. A neighbor shakes you. What's wrong? You're like, I had too much white wine. Had tennis practice last night. I'm hungover and I don't know if I turned in my taxes. And they're like, you did. My husband's your accountant. Is he though? Are we living in the matrix? Dude, I took it half an edible the other night. I thought I had skipped, jumped the matrix. I literally thought I had jumped the matrix. I was like, I don't know if I'm in the current timeline I'm supposed to be in. Like I was having such a gnarly episode moment of deja vu. I was like, I don't think, like I know I've been on this couch in Augusta with these same three people saying the exact same thing. Anyways, sorry, not to be trippy. That's the other thing too. I think when you are also in your 30s, the only way to get rid of a hangover the next day, truly, you got to smoke a little weed. So I hear you, you're a bride. You're trying to make these big bridal decisions and that's a lot of weight on your shoulders. I think your best bet is to get a gummy, maybe hit a pin and then 
you know, do not disturb out of office and just spend the rest of the day on the couch watching the housewives. I think that's all you can do. Hydrate, but you've got to just don't beat yourself up. You know what I mean? You're doing the best you can. Don't beat yourself up for being, you know, a little immature cunt the night before and blacking out. But we've all been there. See, again, solo sport kind of girl. I'm the girl who beats myself up. But now if you black out and do something crazy and show up hungover the next day, I don't care. I'm like, can you do your job? Great. Are you going to bitch and complain about being hungover all day? I really don't care. But if I show up somewhere and I'm hungover, I am so unbelievably angry at myself. Do I like to rage and have a great time? Yeah, bet your ass I do. My friend Mary Beth. Mary Beth has three kids. And she told me the other day, she's like, you're not as fun as you used to be. You don't rage anymore. And I said, you're right, Mary. She called me out. Bitch called me out on, on, on not having as much fun as I used to. And I know it looks like fun all the time, but 90% of what I'm doing is I'm out and about networking and working. You know what I mean? I don't party the way I used to. And I said, Mary, I owe you one. So Mary and I have decided, she's a great mother. We decided we're going to take one night, just the two of us, where we just let it rip. Let it rip. You know what I mean? And then it probably by 930, we'll both be asleep on the couch. But either way, I have these moments where I need to let my hair down, shake it up a bit. But the next day, knowing that you've got to make game time decisions, fuck, even if you have to pick up your dry cleaning and like go to Trader Joe's, the panic of not being on your A game because you know that this is grind time. This is the season, the season to get shit done because you're trying to retire by 40. You know what I mean? It's just there's no there's no margin for error. You know what? If it means one day in April, you got to give yourself grace and just be hungover and not worry about your taxes. You got to do what you got to do. And we support you. And I'm going to tell you this right now. You don't beat yourself up on the bridal shit because you'll make a decision on a gold napkin. And in two months, you're going to go, I don't like gold anymore. I want fuchsia. So just know whatever you choose now will probably be changed in two months. So let that shit slide. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Hab. Take two, because I was uh, murmuring in the first one. Um, you know, he is risen, all right? Happy Easter. Um, but I got a big fat absolutely not for you. Absolutely not to a sister-on-sister catfight breaking out at Easter and my sister bringing up my financial situation. Um, you know, don't love that. Did I curse her out in front of my parents? Sure. Was that the right thing to do? No. Was I egging it on initially? Fine. I was. But absolutely, yes. Getting her back by peeing in her Lululemon uh, shoulder back or whatever you want to call it these days. Fanny packs. Not proud of it. I'm not. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do to make a point. Anyways, love and light. Goodbye. Okay. I've said this before. I think one of my best episodes ever was the Thanksgiving episode this past year where I said, if you're not fighting with a family member, you're not doing the holidays right. And that's honestly how I feel. Here's the thing about sisters. My sister too. If you didn't grow up at one point and scream at your sister and then possibly hit each other with a straightening iron, then that's not a sister relationship. I'll never forget. My sister and I were like, she may have been in college. I was in high school. We were going to Christmas Eve service. She wouldn't let me borrow her hair straightener. I called her a cunt. She hit me with the hair. Or, oh, you know what I mean? I don't know if she hit me with the hair straightener. One of us, we probably both tried to hit each other, but I'm so much bigger than her that it's like, you know what I mean? It's, it didn't work out. But we, no, that was it. She unplugged the hair straightener before I was able to use it. I called her a cunt. She called me a cunt. We haven't been physical, you know, since we were kids, but my dad was in the car. I'll never forget. My dad was in the car and he was like, we are going to church and you two dumb bitches just called each other cunts over a hair straightener. What is wrong with you? And I was like, dad, and that brought my sister and I back together. We were like, dad, you don't get it. You didn't have a sister. Ugh, gross. You're just a guy. You don't even get it. We're good now. We're not good. I'm not looking at this bitch or talking to her, but we're good. And then we look at each other I'm like, dad's an idiot. And she's like, yeah, he is. And that was it. 
if you don't physically like sisters when they go, you know, in the words of Michelle Obama, when they go low, go high. No, 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 no. When you're dealing with the sister, when they go low, fucking take the air out of their tire, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I hear it. Now, I got to be honest with you. I am. I, I think you cross the line with the, the peepees and the poopoos. I don't think that at any point we urinate or defecate on any of our other sister's property. I just think that went a little too far. So why, I mean, and also, why are you peeing in the Lululemon? Now, I take it she brought up something. You said you got upset because your sister brought up something about your financial situation. I take it maybe it's less than hers. You know what I mean? So you probably thought this was a real, you know, stick it to the man moment by peeing in her expensive Lululemon bag. But, you know, Lululemon did nothing to deserve that. You know, and then she might blame it on the house cat. She might be like, this smells like urine. Mom, you need to put your cat down. Like, don't bring, don't let any of the family pets possibly get caught in the crossfire. We don't want that. But if you are at some, at some family holiday, if you're not out in the yard physically assaulting one of your family members as it, you know, usually siblings, a, a parent, let's not. I don't like that. Their bones aren't what they used to be. You know, your dad's got a bad, bad quad. I just don't like that. Siblings though, bop, bop, have it out. Now I have never seen the show. Well, I've seen the first two episodes, uh, succession, but I, everyone's like, Heather, you got to watch it. I started watching it and I thought it was a little boring, but I'm going to get back into it. But I know that it's all about this, like very rich dad and the family dynamics of all the siblings stabbing each other in the backs constantly to like, you know, be in fate, good favor with the dad and try and possibly run the family business. So, but I do genuinely, like, if you have a sister, you get it. At some point, like, I know my sister would jump in front of a train for me. But if you don't think that, like, every six months we're wrestling in the yard, you're out of your mind. You know what I mean? If you don't say it's, like, I would say every August. I don't know why August usually comes around. It's hot. Summer's winding down. Everyone's anxious about the upcoming holidays. But if you don't get in a fit, absolute balls to the wall, verbal argument with your sister at the end of August, right before Labor Day, then I don't think you guys have a really solid relationship. People who are happy, happy, happy all the time with their siblings. You know what I mean? Doesn't make sense. Now, some of y'all might be listening to this. Some of y'all might be twins. Jeff has a twin sister. You know what I mean? Love her. She's fantastic. You know, they fought growing up too. Like everybody's in a healthy way, guys, in a healthy way. If you didn't push a sibling down a flight of stairs when they were six and you were eight, you know, what are you even doing though? And I am not promoting violence. That is not what I'm saying. I'm not promoting any of that. But if you at some point have not turned to your brother or sister and be like, I fucking hate you, Charles. You, you know what? Mom and dad are, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this. You're a piece of shit. You barely got into college. The only reason you got into college is because you're decent at baseball. And we all know that's not going to happen professionally. Fuck you. You've never had to get a summer job. I've been working at Brewster's Ice Cream every fucking summer. Yeah, okay, so I didn't make the all-star team. Well, fuck you, Dad. And you know what, Mom? You always, you never make him clean his room. He can do whatever the fuck he wants, so fuck all y'all. If you don't have that moment where then you turn on your entire family and then you're, you know, you get in your car, you get in that Nissan Altima that you had in high school and you just you just cruise to your friend's house and you're like, Fuck everybody. And then you turn on some 41. What are you doing, though? But now, girly, back to you. Peeing in the fucking Lululemon was a stretch, bitch. But also game sees game. And you know what? She probably fucking deserved it. And in a week, you'll both text each other. What are you doing, bitch? Or sometimes, like, my sister and I would just send each other funny memes or gifts. And, like, it's, it's water under the bridge. You know what I mean? And that's it. That's family dynamics. You know, and I did see this interesting thing recently that was this article, and I might have saved it. New York Mag came out with this great article that was saying, um, that was saying, hold on, I think I saved it. It was talking about like how we've over-therapized our shit. We've all gone through too much therapy where like, you know, this whole like idea of boundary setting, which is everyone's favorite word, especially in a family dynamic, right? It's like boundaries. I have boundaries. Like, bitch, you don't get boundaries when you don't even see our family for nine months. Like, what are you talking about? No one's even seen your ass. You don't get boundaries when you don't even show up to fucking Fourth of July and bring a sensible watermelon. Like, what are you talking about? 
I love even in friendships too, right? So like, even if you don't have a sister, so any of those only children out there, I'm not trying to make you feel isolated. I think it was New York Mag. It basically was saying how like everybody loves these words of boundary, 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 but it doesn't matter. Like if there's also, we forget that there are other people on that other side of boundaries. Now I am not saying like, obviously if you have somebody in your family, who's just an absolute piece of shit and they don't respect you, you should have boundaries, but everybody just loves to throw out this word. Like, Hey sis, you're not respecting my boundaries. It's like, bitch, but there's also somebody on the other side of that fence of that boundary. And it's because it's made, I think a lot of therapy has made people very selfish. And I agree with that where it's how do we fix problems? But it's not just like, you're always the victim. You know what I mean? We have to look at both sides. You have to look at both sides. Okay. You felt disrespected in this situation, but you can't just say, these are my boundaries and then walk out and then like, walk out on the tab at Chili's. You know what I mean, bitch? Like, saw what you did, girl. Saw what you did, brother Charlie. Like, I know what you're doing. Everybody loves that. Boundaries. There's nothing worse than when people say, my boundaries. Well, yeah, there's somebody else on the other side of that fence. So sometimes you got to take your sister or your brother or a cousin and just go out and, you know, roll around in the, the grass a little bit. And everybody knows once you hit the pine straw, the mulch, it's over. You get about 16 rolls in across the yard. Once you hit the extremities of the pine straw or the mulch, we're done. It's a wrap. Everybody behave. But anyways, it was just an interesting article saying how like we've all become super fucking selfish in our own therapy. And it's not it's not that you shouldn't self-care. It is not that you shouldn't therapize and try and figure out your own shit. But you can push so many people away. It's like, when did we become a society where we can't even have a conversation with our sibling or our friend or our parent? You know what I mean? Everything has to be so overthought sometimes. Like, there are other people's feelings at stake, at hand. You know, when did we become these people where you get an argument with a friend and then it's like, that's it. I'm not speaking to you again. That's not how life works. We can't just sit down and agree to disagree. Listen, you were being a real bitch yesterday. I know your blood sugar was low. I know you were annoyed. You're dealing with this guy thing. Da, 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 da. But listen, what you said hurt my feelings, and I would appreciate it if you don't do it again. Capiche, are we cool? Great. Instead, it's, you crossed my boundary of ever pointing out a single flaw in me ever, period. That is not okay. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. I'm going to pee in your Lululemon. You know what I mean? I'm going to pee in the Louis Vuitton. Next thing you know, I'm going to take a doo-doo on your Ultima. Like everybody, chill out. Everyone is so like, almost like therapy woke. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying allowing people to treat you poorly or allowing bad behavior. But do you understand the subtext of my texts? But now the sister thing and the brother is the sibling thing is if you're not wrestling in the yard at Thanksgiving, I don't know if it's a healthy relationship. You know what I mean? These people who just get along all the time have never called their sibling a douche lord on the way to Easter service. What are you doing, though? I don't think there's any passion there. I'm just saying. But I love that you really got her good by being in her bag like what? I will say, I think you crossed the boundaries there. The only time I'll say it, do think you crossed it there. But yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And listen, if you ever want to duke out, I'd love to hear. Has anybody ever had like a real family barbecue gone wrong? Call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. I need that gossip ASAP. Let's get to the next voicemail. Heather, I have an absolutely not for you that I just thought of. So my sister and her husband are married, trying to get pregnant. We love that. But the thing that I think is so weird, and I don't know if other people overthink this, but I am, is telling people that you're trying. Like, oh, yeah, like, are you guys having kids? Yeah, we're trying. Like, you're literally telling grandma at Easter brunch that he's raw-dogging you and coming in you multiple times a day. And we're just all acting like it's this cute, ah, they're trying, they might have a baby soon. I think it's crazy. Let me know your thoughts. Bye-bye. All right. This is another tricky, absolutely not. I'm sure I'm going to get a little flack for. I agree, though. 
we're trying. Now, as somebody who has like basically no eggs left and I will be trying um, and there's nothing more annoying to me than when people come up to me and go, why don't you have kids or a baby with a good on you? Shut the fuck up. Okay. I will say though, it is interesting. Yeah, we're trying. You know what I mean? We're, we're going to start trying next month. Okay. Mm, okay. I'm sorry, <laughs> Stephanie. Now I'm just imagining you and your husband, Bill, like you said, raw dogging it on your like Brooklyn and sheets. Like, come on now. It's just, it could be phrased differently. And I'm a raw dog kind of person. Like I want to know the nitty gritty. I want to know the gory facts. I want to know everything, but it is, I hear you. You're saying this to grandma, but you know what? Granny tried to. So at the, I guess at the end of the day, you know, it's how like, I, I've said this before, but you know, in college, you never talked about like doo-doo things. And then you become an adult and you just tell your friends, you're like, guys, my stomach hurts today. You know what I mean? You just talk about it openly. You're like, I doo-dooed all day yesterday. Did not leave the house because of the doo-doo. It's like eventually you just, things become normal if you say it enough. So I think other, it's, it's not weird to other women when they're like, we're trying. Because you know exactly when they do get pregnant, it's like, oh my God, when did you guys conceive? And it's like, you know, that night after I went to the Taylor Swift concert, I had 65 Red Bull vodkas. And next thing you know, like I'm going to pound town. I didn't even get in the house. I did it in our garage. That's how horned up I was post the era's tour. So I don't know. I just think that we're at this place where it's like we said earlier, we get anxiety from being hungover. And we also just tell people when we're fucking all the time, you know, and apparently peeing in our sister's purses. Like what is going on? Boundaries, boundaries though. But I hear you. Yeah, we're trying. We were trying. We've been trying. And I also think it's just a level of exhaustion from a lot of people who do who have had difficulty getting pregnant. We're trying. You know what I mean? It could be said in two different t- terms. If it's the one girl who has like six kids, she's like, yeah, we're going to start trying next month. Like she can go fuck herself. But if it's, you know, one of me and we're like, we've been trying. We're trying. You can hear the sarcasm and the deep resentment in the back of the throat. We're trying. We're trying. You can tell that all of my teeth, even though I Botox my jaw, are clenched together so hard that the amount of um, really go fuck yourself enthusiasm that I'm trying to push out through, the, through my teeth is thick and 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 unbelievably sarcastic. But I do hear you. You know, it's tricky. And for the single girls out there, it probably makes you feel a little uncomfortable. You know, you're sitting at dinner at a... I don't know, a, um, you know, your local, your local beer garden with another couple and you don't, you guys don't have kids, but they're, they're trying and they say, you know, oh, we just met. Oh, thank you for welcoming, welcoming us to the neighborhood. Do you guys have any kids? No, we don't have any kids, but Tyler and our, you know, we're trying. So that's going to be fun. We're going to start trying. When are we going to start trying? We're going to actively start having sex, raw dogging it, which means his semen is going to go inside of mine. And then I'm going to, you know, ugh, have to run to the bathroom and be like, ah, I need a towel. It's dripping out. That's going to start when? Next month? Next month. That's going to start next month because we're going to Cancun. He sells insurance and like sold so much insurance in the last nine months that he like met his quota, his goal. So he and three of the other insurance guys are also going to go to Cancun, but we're all going to go down there. So we might start trying. Do you want to start? You Yeah. You want to start coming inside of me in Mexico? I think we're going to do that. And then, or after that. So, okay. So you'll wear a condom or you'll pull out in Cancun. Just, I really want to paint a very clear visual for you guys. So you understand when that trip's over, when we get back the first of what is it? July. Yes. I will be walking around with cum dripping out of me all the time for sure. Yeah. 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 I just wanted to paint that visual for you while we're at this beer garden. Just so you understand. Why did I do that? I'm so sorry. I know that there's an older generation too that listens to me. I'm so sorry to all the ladies who are members of my country club who are, I'm so sorry. That was, I, you know, I'm not going to apologize. We went there. We did that. But yeah, we're trying. That's, that's how it feels sometimes to the rest of us who are not actively bringing up our active sex schedule. Now I'll tell you, if I'm on vacation with you and I'm like, ugh, I had to give Jeff the sex last night. Or, you know, listen. I can't walk today. It was wild. I'll give you those details, but there's something about, you know, we're trying. It's just, 
We're all trying, Michelle. Whether it's trying to have a baby, whether it's trying not to be hungover, whether it's it's us trying not to, you know, sue an in-law, like whatever it is, we're all trying. And at the end of the day, all I can ask is that you do your best. So maybe there's something we could say instead of we're going to start trying or um, it's actively in the cards for us. You know what I mean? I'm going to roll the dice later on. Or you know what? Just I got an idea. If you're actively trying to get pregnant instead of saying we're trying or we're about to start trying, I, I want you to say this. I'm going to hit the craps table and and then blow into your hand like you're rolling dice and then fake shake it up and then blow it out, throw out fake dice onto the table and be like three months or we're rolling snake eyes. If you say snake eyes, that means you're actively in it. You are playing roulette. You were just out there raw dogging it and say, we're trying. And then if you're pregnant, I want you to come up to me and be like, guess what? Hundred on black. That's a that's a roulette or a blackjack reference. And I'm like, yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, it happened in Cancun. She had to waddle to the bathroom for a towel. That's what's good. So, anyways, I just think that we could refresh the terminology at the end of the day. And if we don't evolve as a society, what are we doing though? You know what I mean? Again, I believe in boundaries. My boundaries are wrestle till you get to the mulch. I believe in drinking, but stopping yourself, you know, from being in such a crippled situation the next day that you can't make decisions on what kind of doilies and silverware and placemats you're going to have at your wedding. You know, if you want to be the you today that you want to be tomorrow, you got to put down the Chardonnay and maybe pick up a book. I don't know. Actually, you know, that was a lie that came straight out from my mouth. I didn't even believe a word. I just said that. But this is what I want to say. We will be taking active applications very soon for the Trinity Club. If you know anything about any sort of golf course architecture, if you know a good sushi chef, and if you've ever built a water park before, I would love all of that information. Because the only way we can build this together and run this empire is on the backs of people who know more than us. And that's really what scamming is all about. I am going to let you guys go. I love you. I mean it. I will see you on the road this weekend. Show in Minneapolis, then a show in Kansas City. Then I will be back the following week. We're hitting Fort Worth. We're hitting Memphis. I got shows in Dallas. It is going to be full steam ahead to the Radio City show June 17th. Please get your tickets at heatherontour.com. And I am very excited. I'm going to be announcing the entire fall lineup. So we're coming to LA, San Diego, more spots in North Carolina, Florida, all over. I'm just, this is just off the top of my head. Going back to Canada, Chicago, all of it. So get excited. Atlanta, don't worry. You're going to be the cherry on the top of that Sunday. I love you guys for all your support. I love you. I mean it. And I'll be back in the studio soon. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. See you later. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.